Hi guys, I hope this finds you well. My name is Alistair Stewart, I'm the host of Darrow Discussions. Um, for this podcast, I kind of want to turn my attention to the next James Bond film, Bond 25. Now, for those of you who remember, it was Spectre that came out, I believe, in 2015. Pretty much mixed reviews, and very famously on the back of that, Daniel Craig said he would rather slash his wrists than ever do another Bond movie. And, well, he's done another Bond movie. I want to begin, first of all, by going through kind of what my expectations were for Spectre at the time and which ones were met, which ones were fulfilled and which ones kind of are left hanging in terms of the next film. Now, everyone's got the James Bond theme tune in their head and the struggle that I think the franchise has at the moment is reconciling itself to the post-Austin Powers world and Casino Royale in 2006, Craig's first movie, did a wonderful job at kind of reclaiming that and making Bond serious again. Then you get the Quantum of Solace, which suffered from the writer strike. Skyfall in 2012 was a masterpiece because it coincided with the Jubilee, it coincided with the London Olympics. There was a lot that went right. It really was, 2012 really was the triumph of britain without empire and bond loyal servant to the crown kind of amplified that with the the englishness and the scottishness and the 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 hint of history that we've never had with the character thrown in and it was a brilliant movie it really really was fantastic spectre on the other hand was kind of a, a, a hark back to mediocrity the only change with it was that we had the you know the the central organization back which for legal reasons the franchise hadn't been able to use blofeld was back in the form of uh, christoph waltz and the last time i think anyone really saw blofeld in a bond movie was for your eyes only and he was unnamed he's the guy the bald guy in the gray suit the white cat you don't need to name him for that reason who was dropped into a uh, a funnel by uh, roger moore and the rest as they say is history but you know, Spectre was epic and it was beautiful and it was a, it was a stunning 50th anniversary film for the franchise. Yet Spectre really was, in many respects, quite disappointing and, and confusing. I think part of the issue with that is Bond films have never really done continuity. They've never really done an exploration of narrative arc. And Spectre somehow tried to, through a mixture of different directors, somehow Spectre tried to link all of the preceding films together, that it was all Blofeld's grand plot, and with no confusion whatsoever, no confusion whatsoever, or, or ambiguity, and straight from the book of cliches, turns out that Blofeld was Bond's, not half-brother, but certainly secret half adoptive sorry secret uh, adoptive brother i think everyone in the cinema who saw that it really just put their head in their hands and 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 just want like what are we watching here what's the, what's the point um i think at the end of that for the benefit of the end of that film is twofold blofeld got his famous scar there was a decent action sequence but you also left with a leading lady. And I think that that is an important part to remember in this, that Bond actually quasi-retired in his restored Aston Martin 
beautiful woman by his side and off into the distance with Blofeld alive and well. Now, anyone who knows their Bond history knows that the greatest film ever made in the franchise and, and possibly one of the best films of all time is on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And it's one of the great questions of whether or not that film would have been made better or worse by the presence of Connery, who had stepped down at that stage, and George Lazenby Vitey for his one outing. For me, Lazenby was perfect. He was understated, and that made the plot and the characterization all the better. Bond's an asshole. Everyone knows this. But he falls in love. Wife, at the end of it, is brutally murdered. Then, somewhat inconsistently, at the next film where Connery returns, Diamonds Are Forever, he, he ca casually dispatches Blofeld, or so he thinks. Never a mention of the wife, and it's back to shagging as usual, essentially. So there's an opportunity here, even after 50 plus years, if not for a remake, then certainly a homage. And my optimism with Spectre's sequel, so far untitled, I believe, is that it offers Bond the opportunity to, to end and take advantage of the fact that this series has never once relied... This series has been closely interconnected, but it has never been part of one narrative arc. Allegedly, Danny Boyle left for creative re as director for creative reasons because he wanted to kill the character off now we already knew that uh, uh know that bond is partly retired in this movie there's a new actress who's playing the 007 uh, who's, uh title james bond is still daniel craig he really needs to die the, the 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 time has come for it but that doesn't mean he's not reborn for me the biggest missed opportunity in skyfall was at the end when you had the restored uh, office with Rafe Fiennes and he presents Daniel Craig's Bond, are you ready to get to work when holds in the fold, puts down the fold, the Manila, Manila um, uh, folder and says, are you ready to get to work? And says, top secret. God help me, I really thought that's, that the, the label on that was going to be Dr. No, end it there for 10 years and that would be it, Bond takes a much needed break but on a total high note full circle in its own warped twisted way wasn't to be the case so really you know people spend a lot of time obsessing over or, or not the theme tune is is the thing that makes the bond film we're kind of past that now bond's going to have a good theme tune no matter what what matters is that if if skyfall inspector didn't give bond that great final coming back for one more fight feel even though daniel craig's now in his 50s this is a film that has the opportunity to do it he's retired i'm prepared to bet my mother's pension that you know the woman that he's with the the, the female character from the the last film i bet you that she's going to be killed he'll go on a revenge spree hopefully he'll kill blofeld and you know in the process of doing that james bond will die give it five years and lo and behold completely new cast and business continues as normal what else is the point of having a film franchise where it's not connected other than loosely you you have one or two overlapping events but really that's it um it, it, it would be a fantastic opportunity to give the film franchise an absolute fresh lease of life you've had countless reincarnations of the character and it seems to be less of inter about interpretation and more how they honor the 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 time honored details the martini the cars the gadgets etc and so forth 
2006's Casino Royale was genuinely that effort after the kind of disaster that was Die Another Day. Isn't it time for Daniel Craig? If Daniel Craig is really going to follow through on what he started over 10 years ago, shouldn't he let his character die? Shouldn't Bond die? You know, it's it, it, he began as this angsty recent recruit. Let him die and give him a send-off that is appropriate to the actor in full knowledge that the character is, hey, it's another Bond film. He'll be back. Hanging on to this idea that he needs to survive is as ludicrous as saying that his marriage is you know, still on the go and they, they, they touched on it here or there, but this really is an opportunity to, to, to get it out in the open. Also an opportunity to go out and you'll forgive me for guns blazing. Use the cars properly. The, the humour was off in Spectre. It, it, you know, this dark, gritty Bond was cracking with jokes and, you know, he had a great Aston Martin chase in Italy, but, you know, have fun with the gadgets. Really just get it all out there. Throw everything into this Bond movie. Make it a Bond movie and then surprise everyone by the end of it by by essentially killing them off. Um, I think that when it comes to doing that, you need a strong supporting cast and in recent years it has come to uh you have come to appreciate that the supporting the so-called bond girl is is no longer here an acceptable term of of use nor accurate that it's a uh, female roles in these films and for my money they always were vital to the formula they weren't just uh sex objects they that they, they, that is even more important now that they develop and they've got the likes of Naomi Harris on board and you know, playing Money Penny, you know, she's not just field agent turned receptionist or whatever, but there's an opportunity to really expand the cast. And if you do that and if you develop those emotional relationships that Bond absolutely was devoid of in the books, but may have, uh, it has sort of, sort of started to touch on in the Craig films, particular with uh eva green and vesper in the first one then you have a real opportunity to make something that's not ridiculous not i don't think bond was ever machismo but it was never it never quite had the the, the narrative poise and thought it was always a one-track mind with girls actions violence conclusion i think this has the potential and i really hope it it, it does do it to incorporate as many Bond, cool Bond moments as possible, minimal CGI, incorporate the best of Craig's era, give him a send-off he deserves, make him as malicious and as violent as you want in his revenge spree, not quite the Tarantino-esque uh, end of the spectrum, but really make it a standout film like Licence to Kill, a, a dramatically underrated film from Timothy Dalton, and take it from there. Load it up with references to, you know, other Bond movies if you want. Load it up to other references to Craig's own tenure. Do whatever you want to do. But the plot and the script has to be geared towards finishing this off. It cannot go on forever. It has to come to a natural conclusion. It has to come to a natural end. And even though Craig is definitely leaving, let's just be clear. We know James Bond will return. That's not that's not in doubt. What the franchise needs to do after half a century is be brave. Tour the world. Enjoy the movie. Put something together that's a, a, a spectacle of action and romance and plot and characterization. And then end it it's you've got spectre you've got your big bad you've got 
Blofeld, you've got all of the pieces there. What they need to do is be assembled properly. And the reason that Spectre didn't work for my money is because they had those pieces in place, but absolutely none of the willingness to follow it through to its natural conclusion, which was a final face-off. And that final face-off has to come in whatever the name of the next film is. 25 should be a fantastic send-off for a fantastic Bond. It should be a fantastic film in its own right, but it should also be the moment where the franchise takes a much-needed several-year breather, think about what direction it wants to go in, but come on, guys, let's kill James Bond, because we all know at the end of the day, no matter what happens in this film, James Bond will return. Let's be brave.